Vamos, vamos, chicos. Oh, vamos, pues. Vamos. Okay. Coming to you live, or whenever you're listening to this, from the big, crazy town, Strathmore, Alberta. And I don't know if you've heard about it, folks. A little place called uh, Barcelona. Sí, se llama Barcelona. Se llama Barcelona, ¿verdad? Nuestro hombre, Marquito, en Barcelona, güey. Hablas, o tío, tío. Nomás. Tío, ¿qué pasa, tío? ¿Qué tío, pasa, tío? Yo, yeah, tío. man. Guys, it's great to, to see you all again. Yeah, yes, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? What's going on with you? I think you got Okay, all right, I'll start. I'll start. So, so I've been here since Monday, so f uh, what, what's that, like five days now? Five days? No, Tuesday. I landed Tuesday, sorry. Um, and yeah, it's been great so far. It's been absolutely great. And the best part, like I just told Cody when you were away, Ian, is that this is the first time in like two days that I'm speaking English. <laughs> it's like, That's true, man. That's true. Yeah, little, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. So I've been going hard at Spanish and yeah, I, just, I just dove straight into it. So like, you know, I'm at the, so I work at a lab right here at the Universitat de Barcelona and, um, speak spanish all day essentially and in then the you lab. know yeah in the lab just dabbing a little bit in catalan catalan yeah. um catalan uh -huh. um and uh then after work i either yesterday um uh my my uh, my colleague uh brought me out to a restaurant here in in a town north of barcelona se llama badalona 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 And we went out with his friends and we had some, some classic um, Catalan food. Okay. We had ourselves a, is, a genuine, we had a genuine um, Catalan experience. So <laughs> it included caracoles. Ooh, Vosotros caracol. sabéis que, que es caracoles? I just know there's a great merengue song called Sopa de Caracol. <laughs> caracoles, that's Sopa snails. Caracol. That, that's snails, boys. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, okay. That's a delicacy. Snails. Yeah, Now, man. what else do we have? So, like, a big thing here is to have toasted bread with olive oil, and you take uh -huh. a tomato, yeah. and you kind of, like, brush the bread with tomato. Like, you wipe it on there, and then you have a little bit of salt and garlic. And that's like a classic appetizer here. So we have that as well. Yeah. And then wine. Like if you go to a restaurant, you buy like the most expensive or like a really nice bottle of wine. It's like max like 15 euros. Like it's nothing. It's 15. like 30. It's like 25 bucks, right? Yeah. It's super that's cheap. That's a nice bottle. For like a really nice bottle. Or you can go out, you can get like a cheaper bottle for like five or 10 euros. Uh, so the wine is the, the, 
yeah, the wine is super, super cheap here. Um, and yeah, I had a bunch of cervezas. Uh, hey. And it's so funny. So, so we oh, yeah? were speaking Spanish all night, and these guys <laughs> they made fun of me for having for my accent, for my Latino accent, for your like, Mexican accent. Yeah, like <laughs> I accidentally said "como ahorita" a couple times, uh-huh. and that that's like they found that super funny. And then obviously, like how I in the like I can't help myself sometimes when I'm on like autopilot. I use like "ustedes." Yeah, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah. I use like less instead of os, you know, stuff like uh-huh. that. And, and they think that's really funny as well. Uh, what else? And the, like, they don't like, they don't use the diminutive form at all here. Like not at all. They, really? Like, you never yeah, say like cafecito? Like, if I say like cervecita, they're like, no, se dice cerveza. 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 So nothing, nothing is cute in Spain. No, nothing's cute in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's cute. And they say cojones all the time, which I think is <laughs> super funny. Uh, no, it's, it's great to be here. And a couple more things. So first of all, the weather is amazing here. But another thing is that uh, I think I've seen the Spanish flag once. Yeah, man. I've seen the Spanish that's... flag once. And that's, that's, um, uh, that's a tema un poco polémica. <laughs> polémica if you guys know what so it's so it's controversial here because yeah because mm-hmm. barcelona is right now in catalonia which is a self-proclaimed independent nation correct so what happened what was this 2017 something like that yeah. mm-hmm. so what happened in 2017 is that they had a referendum that 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 passed right for for independence independista and and after that, the federal government here, the Spanish federal government, went in with um, La Guardia Nacional, uh-huh. so the, the federal yeah. police, and and they essentially, uh, what happened? They they um, they they broke down the independence movement, and all of the Catalonian politicians, uh, they they um, they fled, like they fled, the, yeah, they exiled to other parts of Europe. Yeah, uh, so we're still part of Spain here technically, but you don't see the Spanish flag. You just don't. Wow. You're, you're walking around on the streets and you see flags like this hanging everywhere, everywhere. Man, it's From funny like you the say balconies that because and the windows, right? Like all the Catalonian flag. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was watching, just getting because we know we we're talking about Barcelona today. So this morning on Netflix, I was watching uh, not that new Messi. Barca 10 series one. They just had a shorter documentary. It's called Barca oh. Dreams. Oh. And like, even historically, like when they were playing, like, uh, so all the Catalonia fans, Barca fans, uh, when they were playing like uh, Man United or any English team, the, they'd stand for the English national anthem. But then the Spanish national anthem would come on. Yeah. And they'd all sit down. Yeah. And then even yeah. to this no, day, for sure. like, yeah. they'll jeer, they'll jeer the. Or they'll have like whistles and booing, um, yeah. Like wherever, where's the, what's it called? Where Barca plays? Camp Nou. Camp Nou. Camp Nou. Yeah. I think so that's the like, Spanish pronunciation. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's like Camp Nou in, in Catalan, but I'm no estoy okay. seguro. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah. So so the cool thing is that I work right next to that stadium, like right, right. next to it. Wow. Which, which is really cool. So I walk by it every day. And and so there's been some 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 more polemica here because Messi is not getting that. he's not getting along well with the president of Barca, so he so wants to leave. he wants to leave allegedly. But now his agent 
which is his dad, has flown in from Argentina. <laughs> and they've been having some, they've been having dialogues together. So Bartha and and I don't remember what his name is, but his dad. And I think they're they might be able to convince him to stay. But there's been yeah. protests. There's been protests outside uh-huh. of, of Camp Nou. Uh, about him leaving because the fans yeah the fans don't want him to leave well i guess it's kind of split like i was asking some people about it and some people are like yeah whatever just let him leave but, yeah. but obviously there, there's a lot of sentiment there there's a lot of um history he's been there since he was 13 years old right and he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a he's god playing. around here he's a god god around here so like if you walk downtown <laughs> i um i basically spent the day just biking around town today and and mm-hmm. you see um playeras de messi like uh messy soccer shirts all over mm-hmm. all over the place and, right. and uh like every like all the all the advertisements are just messy like messy's face and messy's name and oh god yeah so he's yeah. he's definitely like the symbol like he's definitely the, the face icon. of this place he's the yeah. face well he's place. like the best soccer player in the world right yeah probably of all times yeah, probably. Yeah. Arguably, there's you could argue that back and forth forever, but that's probably the case. So, so he's the man. Um, yeah, no, to be there like when this is all happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's interesting. So, so like one of the big things when I came here, I decided that I wanted to get like a, a camiseta uh-huh. a, a shirt. So I, I'm waiting to see. I might get a messy one, depending on if he stays or not. But right, uh, but we'll see. If he leaves, and I don't want to walk around with a messy shirt. Maybe everyone hates <laughs> yeah. his guts. But that's probably not going to happen, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, walk man. Walk around with a target on your back. Yeah. yeah, dude. There are a couple more things. So I have a lot of things here. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Spanish, they don't say Espanol. Castellano, no? Castellano. Castellano. That's how you distinguish it there. And, and they've been correcting me. Like, every time I say Espanol, no, no se dice Espanol. Uh-huh. Se dice Castellano. Right. <laughs> yes. Castellano. Uh, yeah. So that's very important as well. So this, this is what this is what my friend told me. So, so here, Espanol is like what they speak in South America and Latin America. That's Espanol. Oh, and when then the Spanish person oh. is, is Castellano. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's how it works here. But they're very proud. They're very proud people. And if you just so obviously me, like I'm very interested in stuff like this. You just bring up Catalan versus Castellano. Like uh-huh. you ask one question and everyone, everyone is going to go off on that. <laughs> okay. That reminds me of the Ukraine situation when yeah. Lee was talking about like Russian and Ukrainian. I was, I was curious if that'd be like a similar situation then. No, for sure. It's people really passionate about the Very passionate. Very passionate. Right. Very passionate. And it's not like, like, you know, like most people here are not like crazy um, like crazy independentistas, you have like crazy independentistas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that most people are like, you know, I don't really care if we're our own nation or whatnot, but I just want to have like some more. I want to, I want to be respected. I want to have more respect from the federal government and the rest of Spain because right now mm-hmm. yeah. they feel here like the rest of Spain is kind of they're suppressing them and they're trying to get rid of their language. Like the rest of the country yeah, right. doesn't like that they speak Catalan here. They don't like that. So like one thing is that they obviously all their schools, like all their education, the primary and secondary education is in Catalan. And, oh, okay. And, and other right. countries, they, the rest of Spain doesn't like that. They don't think it's fair because then, then they can't go to, to Catalonia and communicate. But I mean, like the people here have the attitude, like, okay, if you go to France, 
then you're going to study in French. If you go to Portugal, you're going to study in Portuguese. If you go to Germany, you're going to study in German, right? Uh-huh. So if you go to Catalonia, yeah. you're going to have your studies, all your studies are going to be in, Ca- in Catalan. Uh-huh. So that's, yeah, that's their logic. And, and they, they see themselves as, as a nation, even though they're not technically independent, but they still have their own government. Right. You know? Yeah, like they're patriotic to the right. Catalonian cause. Right. Catalonian. It's, it's kind of like, I think the, the, how the power, the division of power is similar to in Canada. So like, you know how like the, the provinces of Canada, like Alberta, they have their own provincial government mm-hmm. and whatnot that still yeah. has a reasonable amount of power. Yes. Like Kenny and the boys, they can do a lot of things, right? If they want. So it's kind of the same thing here. So, so, you, so they still have a fair amount of autonomy, but you know, the federal government's still all, all over them. All the time, yeah. So. But like, yeah, I, I don't know a ton about Spanish history, but I know that like suppression of language there, like that goes back to the Franco dictatorship. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, dude, yeah. it goes way back. Oh, well, yeah, way no, back. even further, but like this for a 20th century time frame. Like That's the thing. Like persecuted you, Catalan, Basque, Galician, like all the regional languages. Well, so, so it, it was a little bit more subtle as I understand it. So they sent, so the, 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 the Spanish government, they basically, they, they implemented incentives for, for people in Castilla, Castilla, mm-hmm. they say Castilla or Castilla? Castilla. Yeah, yeah. So people, so that's like the Madrid area. They they implemented incentives for them to move to, for example, Barcelona or Catalonia to to basically dilute the population Mm. with non-Catalan Spanish speaking people. And a bunch of like little subtle things like this to slowly to slowly chip away at at Catalonia's influence, right? And slowly chip away Mm -hmm. at the Catalan language to try to get rid of it. But I mean, like Catalonia has always been like pretty revolutionary within mm-hmm. Spain because I know like before, like before Franco took over during the Spanish Civil War, that mm-hmm. was like that was one of the very few areas of the world in history where like an, like an anarchist government mm-hmm. has like taken over because that I think they were really they were working a lot with like the Republican forces yeah. and they that was like a big area of like revolutionary activity during the Spanish Civil well, War. Well, that's where George Orwell fought as a partisan. Yeah, yeah, well. lots of and like... he yeah. wrote homage to Catalonia. Yeah, lots of to read. lots of uh, Western people went to Catalonia to fight with the Republicans. Brigadistas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so... A lot of history there. A too. lot of history here. And it's not like in, in Canada or the U.S. where the history is only like 300 years old. Here it's, it's deep. Yeah, I know. So are you on the Diagonal then? That's where your place is? Where? No, 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 no. I'm not on Diagonal. Diagonal. Oh. I'm close, though. I, I'm a 10-minute walk away from Diagonal. Yeah, yeah. But I'm very okay. central. I'm very central. Well, I saw because like, you sent that pic on the, the map, like the dot, and like, you're pretty close to... I'm uh, very close. I'm Sagrada ten, Familia, too. So, no? um, that's a little farther. But I'm about a 10-minute okay. walk from no Diagonal idea. and about a 10-minute walk from Plaza Catalunya. Which okay. is where La Rambla, it's where it's a big square. It's like the main square of the city. And, and that's where La Rambla starts and then it goes down to the water. Dude. But, but yeah, man. I got to say, I love the architecture and the city planning here. It's oh, sick. God. First of all, the architecture, like 
absolutely insane. There's nothing you'd ever see in North America, obviously. But but yeah. the, inf- the the city planning is sick too. Like how how incredibly modern it is. So they basically taken yeah. these huge avenues and turned them into okay. You can still drive cars, right? So there's still roadways for for vehicles, motorized vehicles. But they basically turned them into huge. Um, I don't know what I don't I don't know what they call it, but it's like co-pedestrian. So so there's oh, huge okay. uh, like um, strips that go through yeah. the avenues as well, where you can walk or bike or whatever. And there's specific bike lanes as well throughout the city where you don't share the road with anyone else. Just bike lanes. Just bike lanes, and this is yeah, everywhere. that's awesome. It's sick. So so there are not a lot. There are a lot of cars, but there's not an insane amount of cars like like in North American cities. Like mm-hmm. picture yourself taking like the biggest like uh, the biggest av- like a really big avenue in New York City, cutting it in half for vehicles and turning the rest into like a park for people to walk. Right. That's how it, that's how it works here. And, and yeah, so they divide it into a pedestrian way, a large pedestrian way, and obviously bike roads and then the car roads is significantly diminished, but you don't mm-hmm. want to drive here in Barcelona. Like no one drives here. Everyone right. either has a, a moped, a small motorcycle, bikes or walks. And the Metro mm-hmm. is sick as well. The Metro is huge. It's super modern. Uh, very well developed. So I don't know. It's it's a great city to not have a car. Yeah, for sure. And it's like Super green everywhere, friendly. for sure. And there's there's you know there's trees everywhere. Yeah, palm trees and regular trees and whatnot. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful, and you can feel the air quality is so much better than than Calgary's pretty good, but like like Toronto, for example. Yeah, air quality mm. is so much better here in the city because of that. Because there's not a lot of cars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh. So, like, what's your impressions of the people then in Barcelona? They're great. Because obviously course, everyone speaks great. Spanish. Or sorry, Castellano. Castellano, exactly. And Catalan. Uh, so, so, so here's, here's the you thing. You just go up and start speaking, obviously, Castellano. Yeah, I speak Castellano. So everyone is, is incredibly fluent and, or incredibly uh, bilingual. Right, so they're they're right. they're essentially as fluent in Castellano as any other person in Spain, right? As any yeah. person in in Madrid, and obviously they're fluent in, in Catalan as well. The people that are actually from here, but there's a lot of immigration as well. So mucha gente de de Sudamérica, por ejemplo. So a lot of oh, South see. American people. Yeah. So like the the lady that sold me my phone or my my SIM card, she was, I don't know where she was from, but it was either. Like just telling from her, by her, like from her accent, she was from Colombia, Venezuela, or some part of southern, mm. yeah. uh, the southern Caribbean. And what about English? Like, how is the English level there? I have no idea. <laughs> no, like no like entiendo inglés. No. <laughs> I I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good, but I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Because I haven't spoken English. No, like, like on like so public like transport English. stuff. Like, yeah. like oh, like, no English. Like, there's no signs in English. Really? Except, well, well, so like in the when you get into like the super touristy areas, like when you go down to La Rampa, yeah. for example, huh. there's signs. There's like everyone like certain signs are in English. So it's like that, Catalan, huh. Spanish, and English. But like throughout the rest of the city, no, there's no English. That surprises me because why like, is that surprising? In, even in a place yeah. like China, like everything is in Chinese and English. Even in the small cities, like there's like English on all the signs. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, not, like that's I was like, the case when I was here. in Vienna, man. Like Vienna has a ton of English. 
So like maybe there's more English than I realized because I, I don't look for it, but there's definitely signs in English in the tourist areas. Yeah. Okay. But but when I would like to the, all the restaurants that I've been to, there's no like when you get the menu, nothing's in English. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. Yeah, it's even different from like Slovakia then because. Right. Slovakia. But here's the thing. I don't know where you went in Slovakia because I I imagine if I go down, so I haven't been to a very touristy touristy restaurant. I've only been to like some yeah, restaurants yeah, no, for sure. That are in in like the yesterday the one in Badalona or the one up around uh, where I work. And they're like smaller ones, not super and not in super touristy areas. But I, I bet I bet there's a fair amount in English. I just haven't seen it yet. Oh man, that's good. So what did you have that first taxi ride? Like you were talking about no. the last podcast? My boss here is my supervisor here. He actually picked me up from the airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I didn't have that first taxi ride, unfortunately. <laughs> but I've had a lot of those experiences where I'm like, brother. I'm just I'm just super pumped about speaking oh, Spanish. So yeah, so man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. So how's that. the how's the job like? It's fantastic. What, what have you done so far? It's fantastic. So I work in a lab. I work mm-hmm. in a lab, and these mm-hmm. guys are as, arguably the best at what they do in the world. Arguably, like they're very, they're very, uh, they're very talented. All of them work very hard, and uh, and it's been super good. I'm learning a lot when it comes to that. But I mean, this this podcast is not about. <laughs> engineering stuff it's about language no, 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 but the, be- but the like- best part about the job is that the people <laughs> this is this this is relevant um um so so this this lab where i'm working right now they usually have a lot of international students mm-hmm. but they all they're all gone now and the international students that are supposed to arrive can't come mm-hmm. essentially they're, they either can't yeah. come or they don't want to come yeah uh, for obvious reasons our causa de covid but yeah, uh, well, I so, guess, so it's just yeah. me and, and two people from, from from Catalonia, two Catalan people, and it's great, right? And it's great because because uh, obviously, and they're they're both of them are very uh, open and and talkative and helpful. So, so yeah, um, yeah it's well, great. It's, so I'm, yeah. Well, I was ask like the question you got to ask everywhere now, like how is the COVID? like measures there like it's annoying it's very, i think i find everywhere. it very annoying because they make you wear a mask outside everywhere oh yeah Some places are like that, yeah. that that was a thing with the u.s oh, as well so i was in the u.s for two weeks and they love their masks love them and it's almost it's so weird there it's so weird like i was out hiking people wear masks when they're hiking and like running even even if it's in not America? mandatory yeah even if it's not ma- mandatory but mind you i was in a very uh, I was in I was in Vermont and Massachusetts. So in yeah, Massachusetts, like- Massachusetts is like Barcelona. You're actually you have to like if you go out for a run, you have to wear a mask. Like they're very anal about it because they they had a, they got hit pretty hard in March. But I uh, actually I heard I was reading that Spain is might be having another like a, there might be a second wave hitting. Yes, you know? yes, but so I was talking to people about this. So first of all, there's there's absolutely no increases in in mortality. There's zero increase right. in mortality. Like the mortality curve is essentially zero. I was talking mm-hmm. to my, my uh, a family friend of ours who I had coffee with. He's a doctor. He works at the hospitals. And he said the ICUs are very calm. Very, very calm. Even, even though the, the cases have gone up. So a couple of theories are that one, they're just testing more. Right? So mm-hmm. if they test more, 
then yeah. they're going to find more cases. Two, now, like all the old people are, are very cautious. They stay inside. So, so the average age of contagion has dropped significantly and the people that are getting sick don't die. Yeah. They, they just get yeah. sick, right? And, uh, and what else? I guess they've gone good at treatment. But, but so people are fairly calm here, even though cases have gone up a lot, but people are still mm -hmm. very calm. Okay. But in terms of like getting into things, like say as a tourist and bars and restaurants, like that's it's all, it, just like Canada. Same so it's, it's like same Canada. as everywhere. Same as, same yeah. as everywhere. Yeah. But, but the annoying thing is like, if I'm biking, I don't want to wear a mask or if I'm running, yeah, I don't want to yeah. wear a mask. And it's really hard to, to breathe through these surgical masks, right? Yeah, dude. For sure. At least that's what I find. So, so that's a little annoying. Um, okay. And the the science doesn't really, um, the science doesn't really support that. You know, like it does. Like I get inside, but outside, like if you have natural convection, natural uh -huh. the aerodynamics of air is just gonna yeah yeah blow away the virus particles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't. Country, sometimes I don't get it. Thing. But people are good at social distancing here for sure. Totally, man. For sure, and, but uh, but uh, I don't know. I th I think Canada has a more pragmatic approach to it. Okay. So uh, so what? You got some weekend trips planned here? I'm oh, I was gonna go to guys. Madrid tomorrow, but I'm a little tired. I think I'm just gonna go down. Madrid, to you? I might push it a week. I might go next week instead. Um, I might go next week instead. I think I'm just gonna go down yeah, to man. the beach tomorrow and chill out. What's oh, the? Yeah. So is it? Would you bus or train? Like what's no, the way I bike. Bike. To Madrid? What? No. <laughs> to the beach. Yeah. To the beach, dude. dude. I'm talking about Madrid, bro. Oh, oh, to Madrid. Uh, uh, so the, obviously the cheapest way to way is to fly. You know, you can find. Oh, uh, fly! How far is Madrid from Barcelona? Uh, an hour and a half flight. An hour Wait. flight. An hour and a half. A an hour flight. flight? Really? Yeah, an hour and a half, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe an hour. Maybe it's an hour. So it takes like nine or ten hours to drive there. Yeah, I don't know, but it takes two yeah. hours and 45 minutes with a bullet train or with a high-speed train. So I really okay. wanted to do that because I've never been on a super high-speed train like you have here. Oh, it's so much fun. I have been on several. I've been like in Germany, Japan, and China, and high-speed trains, that's what, those are one of my favorite forms of transport. It's mm -hmm. so cool. Like yeah. when you're, especially when you're um, going past highways, and it looks like all the cars on the highway are standing still. Like, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, these things go up to 400 kilometers an hour, I think. Or it's like 300 something, which is sick. Yeah. So I, I really want to do that. And it's, it's not too expensive. It's, it's more expensive than flying, for sure. But it's only like mm -hmm. $200 round trip to Madrid with high speed. Tren de alta velocidad. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. Gotta do that. But but also another trip. So I have a bunch of trips planned, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to go to Valencia. Valencia. <laughs> so speaking of languages, they speak they speak something else down there. So it's it's essentially uh, Catalan. But okay. you know, like here in Spain, we're all very uh, we're all very uh, regional. There's a lot of regionalism mm -hmm. here, and we're all very nationalistic right. and patriotic yeah. to our regions, right? Like Basque so, country, same thing. Right? Yes, but that language is actually different. That's like Portuguese. Oh, Basque is way different. Yeah, right. right? It's like an isolate language. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I was thinking of Galicia. Like in Galicia. Well, that's, really, that's like a romance language. 
Yeah. No, Galicia is Portuguese, essentially, but they call it something else. Y yeah. Uh -huh. they, ca they call it something else Galicia. just, just Gallego? because they want to have their own thing. They want to, yeah, Gallego, exactamente. Gallego. Um, but they want to have like their own thing, right? Same thing in Valencia. They speak Catalan, but like with a slight dialect, and then they just call it something else just uh -huh. because they're, they're patriotic to their nation right yeah 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 uh it's like it's like going it's for it's like for, for a mexican to go down to like or it's like you know how there's differences uh -huh. in in latin america yeah, like it's, like for, or... it's like it's like for costa rica to call themselves coast or to call their language costa rican or something yeah, like yeah. that right totally so, totally right because it's yeah, essentially man. the same language just a slight difference and they call it something else yeah, so I want to go down there. You can do that. Um, I would love to go to Galicia, but it mm -hmm. takes forever because you got they mm -hmm. don't have a, a high speed train and you got to change in Madrid, I think, or something like that. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna do it or not, but I'm definitely gonna drive up to the Pyrenees, rent the car, and drive up to the mm. to Andorra and and go into mm -hmm. France as well. Oh yeah, so Andorra they speak Catalan too. No, no they, it, their official language is, is Catalan. Oh, them too. Okay. Oh, I should know. Word, man. Wait. So you said you're going to go to France. Are you planning on going to any other countries as Marseille? well? Uh, um, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but but I want to I want to get into France and and uh, try out my French. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I, that'd be so fun. Yeah, That'd be super fun. Uh, that'd be super fun. But Andorra as well, and the Pyrenees are pretty cool. The Pyrenees, Absolutely, the mountains, man. right? Uh, yeah. And you guys know as well they speak they speak Catalan in southern France. So, yeah, what? yeah, because if you look on a map, like traditional, yeah, Catalonia territory and uh, Sardinia, Sardinia, right? Or is it Corsica? No, I don't know. One of those, those... one of those, one of those islands. Oh, right, yeah, 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 the islands. I think it's Sardinia. Yeah, Oh, yeah, it's a cool place to be. It's it's a it's a sick place Barcelona. to be. Yeah, man. Like, cause yeah. So in terms of like what, going to actual Barca game, is this their off season right now? And then well, they're supposed to start now, but they just ended because they had their their COVID and whole thing, the whole yeah, COVID yeah, postponement, right. right? So I'm not entirely. I haven't looked into it. I haven't yeah, looked yeah. into it. But what they think, what I think they're gonna do is to to uh, allow fans again, but only like thirty percent. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is still. 30 over 30,000 people uh, yeah the same man in these stadiums right it's over 30,000 people which is kind of sketchy but it's only 30 percent right yeah these stadiums yeah. are sick the only thing that compares to it in north america are like uh, college football games right yeah yeah For like crowd craze yeah dude it's crazy oh, i've it's never crazy. understood that about the united states like that the craze behind college football like why hockey they love it yeah just yeah, your region I, where I you're it, from yeah. man oh cool man yeah i know so, that's uh, yeah that's the way the culture is so soaking up barca yeah and it's like yeah. you know like it's so fun to study languages when you can just go out the door and apply it it's, oh, so it's right yeah. there, right? It's, it's so right fun. there. It's so fun. We are Out both so envious. Like, of <laughs> like you guys obviously know this feeling, and it's it's the best. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. start playing around with because I'm dabbling right now in in Catalan, right? Of course. So of course. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start to to apply it as well, little, little by little. You know, 
Oh, I think like comprehending. I was like this morning because I had just Catalan on my mind. I put on some like YouTube Catalan and the girls speaking, and uh, it's like in Catalan and then like English beneath. But even when she's talking in Catalan, man, like you, especially when you see it written out, you understand it all. Basically, uh, essentially, just, it's a yeah, matter of yeah. pronunciation. Like, okay, to be so a speaker of it would be harder, but I think understanding it for yourself is gonna be way easier. Like initially, for sure. It, yeah, it's I, so similar. You've on sword on. It's definitely a different language. So, like when people, you can yeah, no. tell immediately when someone's speaking Catalan, right? Because you don't really sure. understand what's going on. Yeah. But you can sort of, you can sort of get the context sometimes yeah. if people are speaking clearly. Um, totally. but, 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 but a thing that that's interesting right now is that it's harder to understand people when everyone's wearing a mask, mm. <laughs> much harder, yeah. right? Yeah. Have you guys noticed this? Like be, just, yeah. just in English, right? Like going to, going yeah. to Timmy's or something like that, ordering something you like, it's really hard to hear what the other person's saying sometimes. Yeah. Even voice projection through a mask. Is it's like, different. It's different. And it's also, old, right? yeah. When you can see like how the the mouth is moving of the other person. It's much easier to understand yeah. what the person is yeah. saying as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's really interesting because Ian, you just mentioned voice projection through a mask. So how's teaching going for you? Yeah, I'm back in yeah. the classroom, man. What's going on, dude? Yeah. How's that? How's it's that fun, going? man. It's been, I've been actually super happy. It was a great first week back. Uh, I saw Cody. They came over today. It kind of like reminds you of like what your purpose is, like what you're actually doing in yeah. life. Why you're getting paid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you, you've been off of work for like almost six months, right? Well, like face to face, like we still yeah, talk yeah, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, man, it's been cool. Like I have to, I got a grade ten French and a grade ten Spanish class. It's just like the first days, and I just like kid walks in the kid walks in the room. Uh, like we have all these the health protocols too. Kids got to wear masks, sanitize. They're at their desk facing forward. They don't have to wear it. Other than that. Um, they do, but besides all like the health protocols and all the sanitation stuff, they just walk in the room and be like, tu nombre, tu nombre, like mi nombre, señor Reynier, tu, and then like just Espanol right off the hop, man. Nice, nice. Just trying to make like these easy wins. Um, yeah. It's been kind of nice too. We've like the first few days we've been splitting the kids, so, like A to K last names come one day, then L to Z last names come the other day. So it's actually as a smaller, because next Thursday they'll, they'll all be together. But I've actually gotten like smaller classes. Kind of reminds me when I was an ESL teacher, having right. like smaller right. classes. And you kind of, you learn names way quicker. Uh, you kind of like make a connection. But dude, yeah, you know, I've been feeling like just been in the groove. Like it's it's the early stuff, the preliminary stuff, like the housekeeping part of teaching the first few days. But uh, just trying to like, it's not an immersion classroom I technically teach in, it's second language. so. Um, but yeah, man, just, it's been fun. Everything is in Spanish though, right? Yeah. Like, I'd say, like, I mean, if a student was here, I'd, I think they'd agree like 80 to 90%. Right. That's awesome. So, so how's the Spanish level of these kids? Uh, good, man. Like, uh, like kind of like, cause, uh, like some, they've only taken one semester and then they don't take it this next semester. So then now they're back. So they got to knock a bit of the rust off. Right. But uh, like I've talked about the show, you got to hit those cognates. Like you just pound those and like, oh, and like, oh, it starts to come back to them. And you think, right, right, see things right. that are uh, doing them. But then just making it fun, man. Like you got to be just, I find a lot of being a language teacher, like I have like, it's like how I respect stand-up comedians that can react to things, like situational yeah, yeah. things. 
because as a language teacher, like something happens, it's like, okay, yeah. like how can I create a language <laughs> moment out of this? Yeah. And like, yeah, you can just everything, like, some kid, like, where, where's, like, what's the pencil sharp? You're like, el sacapuntas? Like, el sacapuntas? Electronico or no electronico? <laughs> oh, el sacapunto está allá, está allá, otra parte, ah, yeah, you're like pointing, you're just like, every little thing, man, just like, don't, don't spare. So, uh, Ian, Ian, are you gonna are you gonna teach them vosotros this year or no? No, no. no. You, can come, <laughs> yeah. you can come guess. You can come give a guess guess lesson on vosotros. vosotros. Yeah, when I come back, I'll, I'll like, do it. I'll be like doing conjugations on the board, and I'll get to vosotros, and I'll be like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just, you're not no vosotros this. here. Yeah, this is no, America. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> America. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a good That's energy. So it's good to be back. It's, it's uh, so funny how like we speak Latino Spanish in Canada, and like that's how we teach our kids <laughs> right. how to speak Spanish. Well, like just think about when's the last time you met a Spanish person here in Calgary? Well, it was that guy? What, I what was his name? Oh, that oh, one guy from that one guy. Oh, um, I don't remember his name now, but Ali's see, funny. but see, there you go. It's it's that one guy. It's not like one of the people that you've met. Yeah, yeah. demasiados mexicanos. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. yeah man. Yeah, that's super funny. But that's sick, dude. So what about French? What's the, is that the same level as, is that second semester as well or no? Uh, so right now I have, yeah, two French classes, two Spanish classes. So I have one class that's a combination, uh, grade 11 and grade 12 French. So there are you. Uh, I taught half of those kids last year too. So they kind of know my teaching style. And um, So what's the level? Everything in French uh, as well? Yeah, like trying it. Yeah, like even admittedly, like I think I've talked about it before. Like I don't, my flow in French sometimes isn't as spontaneous. And uh, yeah, because your quick. Spanish is much better than your French, no? Yes, correct. We were also talking but, about that though, like the fact that Spanish just seems to flow much more naturally than yeah. French does. That's because we've done it more, obviously. Yeah, no, and I was no say, not even that though. It's I don't just know. the feeling of the language. No, but if it you guys got French, though. you'd be very fluent. Uh-huh. And that, I think that's what I, I put the onus on myself. So, like, lots of inner French lately with Hugo. Because I find, like, as a learner, right, so you're going hard. Yeah, like, if you're, like, really good, and then you just got to, like, but my goal is, like, I want to speak A1 to these kids. Like, imagine being fluent just in A1. So, you're just, you're keeping things as basic as possible, but still they're comprehending, you're comprehending. Because I feel like anytime you've made the student too confused, you failed as a language teacher. Yeah. So maybe you can talk to that too, like exactly. the talkie sessions. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. like, I want them to be comprehending, like following. They don't have to like, even if they respond to me in English from something I said in Spanish, that still meant they understood it, right? So yeah, like the level is still basic, but like it's only been a couple days so far with each set of kids. So, mm-hmm. but even it's super fun now. And I like, I gave a presentation on myself the first day to the French 10 and the Spanish grade 10 class and like it's all in those languages and they can just like start to see things like oh like I understand this yeah and just like give give the student easy wins easy wins right because that's like just build confidence I'm like because I'm just trying to be like what kind of language teacher would I want if I was like walking into like I don't know like an Italian class kind of thing like how would I want the teacher to to make me understand as much as possible but uh, yeah, man, it's sweet. It's cool being like a full-time language teacher. Like I could just be in language mode all day. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Okay, yeah, so that's what it's been like, like for me lately too. Right, Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's hear it, dude. Cody, let's hear it. Yeah, 
Oh, I, I, it's like, it's, it's funny. I'm like, I'm still, this is only my second month of doing this. And I feel like I'm, st- I'm like in experimentation mode. Cause like when I first started, I had ideas of what it was going to be like, like just teaching online all the time. And of course it's not what I'm used to. Like I'm used to like being in a classroom, like having somewhat of a curriculum, but it's like a, teaching on italki. It's like a total sandbox. Oh, like it's yeah. just whatever you want to teach. That's mm-hmm. what you're teaching. And I've been slowly taking more and more advantage of that. And so for example, like some ideas of like kind of lessons that I've been doing with students is like, I think my favorite one so far, just cause I love geography and I love maps is that I've been, especially with like for, for students for conversational English, I'll get them to, uh, to show me around their hometown on Google Maps. And I'll also do one where I show them around uh, Calgary and Southern Alberta oh, like and Edmonton that. and things like that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's turned out to be like so much fun. Like all the students really enjoy it every time. Like, um, and I can tell, especially like when they talk about their hometown, like they get so passionate about uh, the things to see in their city and also like the, their pl- favorite places like that, they, that they like to go mm-hmm. to. And um yeah, and another really interesting thing about iTalk is that if every student is just so different, like every class is radically different from one another. Like I had, when I first started, I had like these, um, I guess, frameworks that I thought I would need to use. I'd be like, okay, for this level, like my classes are going to be like this. But that has not been the case at all. And it turns out that I need to just discover what every student's needs are, mm-hmm. what their personality's like, their mm-hmm. level of their language. And I need to base everything around that and customize everything. Right. So it's been super interesting to experiment around with. And I think, um, yeah, every week I'm getting better at it. And I think the students are starting to notice that too. Like I'm starting to get more comfortable with teaching online. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's just going really well. So. so Cody, what languages are you doing primarily? Oh, it's, it's vast majority English, like it's probably 75, 80% oh. English. And then yeah. what? And, and then German. German. Yeah. Deutsch, which surprised yeah. me. I thought it would be Spanish because Spanish is Deutsch super popular for English speakers, but um, yeah, it's, it's been vast majority English. And then okay. other than that, a f- quite a few for German. And then a couple for Spanish, no Chinese. And there's nothing. Okay. Oh, nothing for Chinese. That makes yeah. Sense. Boys, I'm going to grab another if be lucky. Yeah. Then, okay. No problem. Uh, <laughs> that's super interesting though. Okay. So what about Cody? What about your own personal language learning? How's that going? Yeah. Um, Update us. Update us. Well, I'm not going to go into depth on this, but my personal life has been kind of hectic and turbulent lately. So <laughs> uh, my, my language learning... Pardon? Never mind. Keep going. Oh, oh, I did. No, no, it, no. But I'm seriously, like, especially lately, it's been crazy. So. Yeah, but you go hard socially all the time. Yeah. Cody, so, by the way, Cody describes himself as an extremely extroverted person. Uh, I might I, have to tone that down. I, I might be burning myself. Might be. So. <laughs> yeah, I my language learning has not been great lately. So I haven't been really, I've been doing as much as I can, but I haven't had a lot of time to learn Korean. So um, 
in the next few weeks, I'm going to be refocusing my attention on that. And yeah, hopefully I'll be able to start making some serious headway there. Cause I, like after, I think um, I want to get through the winter and uh, w- which in Canada is over half the year. <laughs> so I've got a lot of time, um, but I want to like actually be at a, like a decently, like I want to be able to have like hold a conversation comfortably in Korean, which I definitely cannot do right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's how that's going. How about, um, I mean, you've already talked about yours. So Ian, how about you? How's your, how's yeah. your language? Like? Uh, it's coming in like now being back at work. So it's like, okay, how can I like really fit this into the routine? And right now, cause we were going to do Korean war 2.0 in November, but we decided that's going to, we're going to push that back to like a whole year now. Yeah. But that's been, that's been all right. Cause uh, I've been just deciding I want to, today will be my 19 day Pimler streak, Pimsler streak I'm on right now for it's, Korean lessons. So that's been Oh, nice. Nice. So just to have her. But then also I was like, okay, along with that, I'm going to do one talk to me in Korean lesson a day as well. So just one of those. And then uh, just for, cause I got the time. I really like these bite sized language lesson podcasts. I've been doing one a day of uh, Ukrainian lessons podcast. I can mention that last episode. And then also, because uh, German's like my big, big goal. Like I want, I basically want to be you, Marcus, where you are, but in Germany in a couple of years. I hear um, you, bud. That. So I've been actually my lunch hours right now at school. Because nice. like lunch hours are all weird and staggered. Um, like grade 11s go 15 minutes earlier than grade 10s and 12s or whatever. So there's not like a ton of other teachers to socialize with. But anyway, I've just been uh, working on the, if anyone's heard of it, it's called helped Harry learn Deutsch from Deutsche Welle, which is mm-hmm. cool. It's like, I, I kind of like storytelling language learning. Like it's just about this guy that's like really reluctant. Yep. That's what's so good about Pimsler, right? Cause it's, it's kind of like a right. story. There's a narrative. Kind of, but this is like really, really like there's oh. characters, the guy's girlfriends left him. He's in like a time warp and oh. he's meeting all these people and like each episode is like eight minutes long. And then there's, there's like this narrator talking to him. And then, like, the German just gets advanced and advanced, like, wow. each lesson. It's a really cool, sick. like, story to Because you're, like, you're, like, legit interested in what happens to this dumb character, Harry. You're going to have to show me that. Yeah, it just, uh, if people are interested in podcast, or it's also, like, a video series where it has, like, all the dialogue in German's, like, written out. So what I've been doing at lunch hours, actually, there's transcripts of Health Blair, Harry Learn Deutsch. And I just copy and paste the phrases that I don't quite know, put that into memorize, uh, put the Google Translate and get the English, then plug that into like making my own memorized courses is like my favorite hobby. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's kind of that. And then other than that, like I have a whole dabbling regime that I like to do in a bunch of other languages, but uh, <laughs> that's a little sideline. But before you talk about that, um, uh-huh. Deutsche Welle actually Deutsche Welle. has another series like that. Well, oh, they have a lot. Yeah, Deutsche Welle yeah, yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Great. It's- yeah, I'm actually using that to, like, to help um, some students oh, get started learning gotcha. German. I use, yeah, I use Nico's Vague. Have you oh. seen that? It's from Deutsche Welle? Yeah, it's also oh, similar. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen all yeah. of those. Yeah, it's got like those short they video clips. No, I've watched, I watched the long ones, like yeah. the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That's super. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's super good too. Yeah, so because I think like some of these language resources that are specifically tailored to the one language they know, I'm a big fan of those. Oh yeah, 
but like yeah it's where you can get that comprehensible input man whatever whatever resource it is so an interesting thing about catalan is that the vast majority of all resources are in spanish right which is great right which is great because i'm doing both at the same time that's what i love to do like (laughs) when i do duolingo and anything i do it from spanish to that language right so all Uh, new languages great yeah great method all new romance languages that i learn i only learn romance languages right now at least but they're all from spanish great way and it's so easy like Catalan is so easy. Everything, yeah. ha, it, like, it has the same structure as Spanish. Oh, absolutely, dude. Like, yeah. estoy aprendiendo catalán. That uh-huh. translates into estic aprenden catalán. Catalá. Disculpa. Like, it's the same. Morning. So, estoy is estic. ¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo está? No, it, it's como está. Como estás. Como estás. Is it como estás? It's como, okay. como estás, no como, oh. como estás. Como estás. Como estás. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it seems like a little shortened version of it. Yeah, it's like a little shortened. A little staccato. But a lot of people here say like, que tal, que tal. Que tal, yeah, So, yeah. but that's, that's so interesting. And like another thing, so for example, um, like to speak, hablar es parla. Parla. Como, como francés, right? It's parla. Yeah. Parla. So, so like you say like, I, I, Yes, exactly. But so, yeah. and then that's another thing. You, it's like French for all the verbs. So it's spelled parlar, but you draw uh, you drop the R. So it's just like French. You drop the R with all the verbs. So it'd be like right? parlo, parlo. Like yo. parlo. Sí, parlo. parlo. And then and then obviously you obviously like Spanish. You drop the pronoun pronoun as well. So it's yeah. parlo. Mm, for parlo sure. catalán. Sure. Yeah. Parlo like even... una mica de catalán. Una mica. Yeah. That's uh, un poco. Parlo, parlo una mica de catalán. Oh. Yeah, or uh, somos is som. Because like in Barcelona, the documentary is like yeah. som Barça. Som, som Barça, som Barça. Som Barça. Oh, yeah. So, but like I, yeah. I just find like, like estoy is a stick. I just found, yes. find that so cool. <laughs> and like, and like puedo is puk, 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 puk. Yeah, man. Puk like, parla una mica de catalán. Uh-huh. That's sick, man. I love is this. this. Short? Like, I think pan I is love pa. This. I'm correct. Pan, okay. pan is pa. Yeah, pa. I believe. Pa. So, so and then bread, vino, bread. vino is just v. V. Yeah, that might be right. I know, I know like pan is pa. I know pan is yeah, pa. Yeah, just from a little dabbling on memorized. I love it, dude. I love it. Dude, I love man. it. You're yeah. five days in, bro. Yeah, like yeah. But I'm really just starting with Catalan right now. I'm really just starting with Catalan right now. But, yeah. but I think. We'll see how this goes, but I th- I'd love to get into a, like a conversational level as, at least, you know, that'd be so, so fun. You, have you looked at any like meetup situations there? Uh, so, so what I'm thinking about actually, cause it's still a little sketchy meeting up with people, right? Okay. Like yesterday I was out with like four guys, but it was all like, we were yeah. sitting outside and whatnot, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I kind of, they were all like very, um, they were all well demeanored. So to, yeah. so, to, so, to, okay. so to speak, but, um, but I don't know. I'm I'm a little I'm a little sketched out by like hanging out too much with other people. But if you could like yeah. keep a close group, and whatnot, that that'll be cool. And it's hard too. I don't think meetups are are running right now. I don't think meetup as a platform is going to allow any meetups to, to mm-hmm. happen. I'm not sure. In Barcelona? Oh, uh, in general, or like, what's the policy of meetup right now? Meetups are happening here. Oh, they are. So what's the policy though? Because like, does meetup have a say? Uh, I I don't know, but mm. I I think. 
they're encouraging people to socially yeah, distance and wear masks. I, oh, okay. I, okay. So I, they're I, not like governing things. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe I'll look into that. But what I was thinking about is actually doing some italki lessons. Uh, Even though, I mean, like I have all these resources like in Barcelona, but I mean, like, why not do a little bit of Catalan? And I mean, it'd yeah, be cool to talk it. to someone else in Barcelona, even if it's through the computer. Oh yeah, man. Right. Totally. But then also like when I'm in, when I'm at work, like I can, I can shoot the shit, right. With yeah. the people there, but it's, you know, they don't want, like, it's, it's still arduous for them to sit with me and like go, like, it's better to have like yeah. a teacher sometimes to like, right. Be your language yeah. mommy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and actually, this is something that's becoming very apparent to me as a as a teacher on Italki. Yeah. Is like, it it's like it makes like so much of a difference when you're sitting for like an a dedicated hour with a teacher, just like mm-hmm. going over how to say things, how to make mistakes. Because I was like, yeah. usually by the end of a class, I'm like, oh my god, like we talked about so much, and like I fixed a, I fixed a lot of their mistakes, and like I taught them a lot of new expressions or ways to say things, and like that's just something you don't experience when you're just like casually talking with a friend mm-hmm. or someone you just yeah. met. Like right. having a teacher and like having that dedicated time that is so helpful. Like, yeah, exactly. So like when I hang out with people here, like they obviously don't have the patience or maybe even the audacity to point out my mistakes, even though I obviously make mistakes all the time, especially after a a couple of cervezas, if you guys know (laughs) what I mean, you know, (laughs) but uh, a lot of (laughs) non-mistakes. Well, that's, that's when, that's when language abilities get better. That's the best classroom, right? (laughs) No, it is for sure. sure. But then again, I heard the theory. It's a theory. Like what we're talking about just now is that like, they're not going to have, like, especially if we just met, you know, like we're being courteous to it towards each other and whatnot. Like they're going to, they're not going to yeah. point out all my mistakes really, even though like I want them to. So that's why it's yeah. better sometimes to have a teacher to actually exactly. say, Hey Marcus, yeah. you screwed up. Yeah. That's, and that's when a teacher's worth it. Right. Cause I talk, it does have the language partner feature or say like you'd find somebody to learn Catalan with and maybe they want to improve their English. But oftentimes that like breaks down on both sides because like you might not have like the patience or like, yeah, the audacity, so to speak. But when you pay the money, you hire a teacher, you're going to get that like attention mm-hmm. that you deserve. So, but even like when we hang out with, with, with some of our friends that don't have English as their first language and they uh-huh. still speak English very well, but sometimes they make small mistakes. Like we're not no. going to correct them. Right. No. Oh yeah. No. Cause you never want to like come off like, yes, you don't want to come off like that. You're there to teach them English. You're there yeah. to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But even though like they speak 99.9% per- correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Every once in a while they screw something up and you're not going to be that person to like tell them to, even though they probably would appreciate that. Right. Probably would. Yeah, like that's people... that's kind of what I'm what I am with Spanish, even though my Spanish is not that good, but it's decent enough to like hang out with people. Yeah, and dude. and totally and um, you know, like I feel like some I'm even thinking about doing like Spanish lessons, you know, hmm. just have some anal okay. person sit there and evaluate every single word and sentence exactly that I said. There's, right? there's always room for improvement at that higher level, of course. Man. And I was just thinking about what Azrin said, right? Because when we're talking to Azrin, he said like because Azrin, Azrin's Spanish level is incredibly high, right? He's essentially yeah. native so, speaking yeah, Spanish, but yeah. he's still taking Spanish classes on iTalk. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think totally. that's cool. Like I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. So I'm thinking about getting into the iTalk game guys. I'm inspired for sure. I'm inspired. Do it. And I'm going to think a lot about it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because like, don't get me wrong, I feel like that best point is when you can, you're done using like, quote unquote, like language resources, like a textbook or something made for language learning, you start learning from native material. But then even sometimes with that, just that native material, maybe it's not always giving you as much improvement as you think. So that's where it is worth it to like yeah, get it yeah. to get that higher well, level, it's, right? That like just hanging out with people, that's always really good to just get like practice, like a lot uh -huh. of hours essentially, because you need hours to, to yeah, improve your hours fluidity, right? Mm -hmm. It's good for fluidity, okay. but for getting everything right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like complete accuracy. Yeah, man. But, uh, dude, uh, but like I said, you walk out on the street right now, that's part of your classroom right now too, though. Yeah, for sure. You, for sure. Right? So that's, for sure, which is great. That's sick. Yeah. But, uh, and that, that's, that's the best way. Man. And it's well, so, that's so what makes it fun. Has there been any like flamenco street singers or I haven't seen them. Not yet. I haven't been out at night really. Yeah. I haven't been out at night really. Only like a little bit. Yeah. Is that famous Spanish night? I'm probably so like after I'm done here, I'm probably gonna go out, take a walk, and listen to like a podcast or something. Yeah, okay, and see well, if I can find something cool. It's ten o'clock. Ten oh, twelve. Yeah, damn, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Ocho horas. Ocho horas. Ocho horas sí, exactamente. I don't know. Maybe I'll sit down and watch an episode of Cuervos. There's a lot I would besides Money Heist, there's Elite, I think it's called. It's got uh, oh yeah, it's got Denver and what's Denver's so girlfriend? Oh, okay, in real life, Alison uh, Parker. Yeah, Alison Parker. She's in there too. Yeah, man. Parker, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we're just getting ready to go play some spike ball. Spike ball, man. Spike ball revolution. That happen in Spain? Yeah. So no, no, I haven't seen spike ball here. A lot in the oh, states, dude. obviously. But okay, well, um, I'm gonna rep. So what is that? Here. Tell us about. Tell us. Okay, tell I don't know the camera here. can see. It's Calgary Roundnet Club, which I actually like. Our buddy Alejandro, the star from episode six, he went out a few times. Like the people in the city, there's just like the Calgary Spike Ball Meetup group or a Facebook group, I should say. And uh, dude, I just went last Sunday to Marta Loop in Calgary, and oh man, there's some players in La Ciudad. Yeah, dude. So wicked serves. We're, we're learning lots. Uh, me and Alejandro uh, were signed up for a tournament September 12th. Really? So we've been training with that. Any guesses what our team, team name is? Did I tell you guys our team name? No. No. No what guesses? Is what is it? Los Cholos. Los Cholos. <laughs> yeah, man. Los Cholitos. Me and Alejandro are playing like Cholo, Cholo. And everyone's like, what the hell is a Cholo? <laughs> Wait, who's, on, who's on the team? Me and Alejandro. So your two oh, oh yeah, yeah your two players obviously on the team. Yeah, yeah, man. Got so it. Got uh, it. It's been an extra. You guys player. are going. You guys are going the hardest. I think yeah. Like we've been. Uh, I went Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and we're gonna do that again one more time next week, and then next Saturday is the. Well, I guess yeah, we have a plan tonight too. So nice, next Saturday nice. is the tournament. So who's, who's, who's playing tonight? Uh, Yo, Colo, Alejandro, y Luis. 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 Yeah. Luis. Okay. We're going to go to Stanley Park. Stanley Park, the which is where the tournament is next week. So. Boys. Stanley Park boys. in Calgary, not Vancouver. <laughs> boys. That sounds sick. Boy, oh boy. boys. Yeah. What about Jose? He, he gave up? Or? Jose Zito? I know. He came out the other night, actually. So 
I didn't see how he did, but man, there's some man, there's some good players. So and it's like a cool crowd, right? Spike ball's a it's not really like a jockey sport or nothing. Like it's pretty chill people. Mm-hmm. So uh really cool crowd, like uh guy's been like even as he like he was beating us pretty bad, he'll like give us tips in between and stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, it's nice, nice. nice. So, yeah. Uh yeah. We should probably head out soon. Yeah, what's our run? Marks, you got a running time? I think we're at like an hour. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Something like so, that. Uh, hey, boys, it was yeah, a good man. one. It was a good one. So, so guys, we're going to. What do you guys think? Like every two weeks or something like that? I'm done for. Yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, we got some guests. Abdu. Uh, man, I've been hanging out with Abdu a bit. I was like, dude, you got to come on the pod here. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna be so so to let everybody know I'm gonna be going hard with yeah, uh, with Catalan and, and Spanish. Yeah, for sure, oh, for sure. There's yeah, gonna be a little your buddy Nick. Oh yeah, so I think we were talking about doing Nick and then Abdo. Abdo, Abdo, that'd be sick. Also, uh, I think you guys give you all the details right now. Like, so a collaboration podcast potentially. Collab, with, uh, that'd be sick. Uh, English teacher at our my high school. He, uh, he does like a literature podcast called Structured Rambling. If people want to check that out, we're talking about doing a translation episode, kind of the art of translation. So more deets on that. All right, that sounds interesting for sure. Yeah. So, oh, and also we were talking about those uh, Quebec people oh, that yeah. are going to be taking around uh-huh. Alberta. We can Maybe we can do a podcast. Wait, who are these people? They're just some random Quebecers that I'm going to be like showing around Alberta. <laughs> Why? How'd you, how'd you find them? Because um, do you know Charlie, the guy who used to like organize the French meetup, or he was like run the French meetups? At no, no, this was before I I started my French career. Oh, okay. Well, he um he's living in Montreal now, and he's got some friends there who are coming to Alberta next month. And he asked nice. if I could like just like show them around. I was like, yeah, of course. Oh man, that sounds sick. Yeah. Oh, also a couple of YouTube guys. So one guy called Language Come Up. I don't know his actual name yet. I should message him. He's kind of got a bit of a YouTube following. He wants to come on. And then also a guy named Seabolt Speaks. He's got a cool channel. Uh, Little chatter with him on the Twitters about uh, also coming on. So future, lots of future prospects. And like I got a ton of That sounds sick, man. You're doing a great job. Any Catalonias, Catalanias? That... We'll see, man. We'll see. Maybe I'll be yeah, able like, to to find some people here. A little, little get some people on for sure. A little oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, Lingaholics, sure. episode ten, boys. Right here. Yeah, here we go. All right, this this was a good oh, one man. for sure. Into the double digits. Right. So, uh, wait, I think I know. I think I know. Adios, adiao, 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 No, 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 no. Adieu. 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 Okay.